0: It's now time for your election crimes bulletin with Greg Palace.
1: And you are listening to the election crimes bulletin on Flashpoints. Greg Palace joins us every week to uh, fight for your vote, really, and to uh, take a look at what's been going on in the election fraud business, if you will, or that monkey business that goes along with it. Greg Palast. Welcome back to Flashpoints. Good to have you with us. Well, the Trumpster was indicted, I guess it was uh, one felony 34 times over. Let's talk about that. And then let's talk about some of the other investigations and how uh, the implications this might have in terms of those uh, investigations.
0: Okay, first, Alvin Bragg District Attorney in Manhattan brought and finally published the indictment. We're all waiting to to read this tract, uh, and I did, and it sounded impressive because it had 34 felony counts. Well, it was a bit of a prosecutor's trick. There was one crime, hush money, which Donald Trump paid to his side-action Stormy Daniels. No shock there. The reason it's 34 counts is that they took every single act. Like, he wrote uh, something like four checks. Uh, I have to double-check that number. So every check he wrote. Every, and every invoice that Michael Cohn, his lawyer, understand what the crime was. Michael Cohn paid $130,000 to Stormy Daniels to uh, keep her quiet about an affair she had a long time ago with Donald Trump. By the way, he claims uh, he never had an affair with her. Uh, Cohn paid her off, got reimbursed by Trump by sending phony bills to the Trump Organization saying that they were legal bills and that this now that is a misdemeanor crime it's a crime but it's a misdemeanor which um uh, unlikely to involve any jail time it's it's minor stuff well it
1: becomes if greg it and, becomes it yes. does become a felony when it's used in pursuit of a, an election like running for the president of the United States, if you are that's right. paying off somebody, not because you're embarrassed, it might get you in trouble with your wife, but it might get you in trouble with the electorate, that's illegal. And that's a felony, right? That's when it goes yes, to a felony. Yes, that
0: would be. So So Bragg has a two-step dance he has to do with the jury. Uh, he has to convince them that he that Trump was aware that he was committing the crime of falsifying Documents. It was simple. Trump or he knew that the Trump organization was going to file documents with the state saying that they paid, they paid legal fees to Michael Cohen when in fact they were reimbursing him for a payoff. But if you say that's really a hidden election contribution by Michael Cohen for which Michael Cohen is uh, being reimbursed, and that is to uh, to help Trump in his election then that's a felony crime. That's not a necessarily easy case to make. We had pretty much an identical case back in 2004 when John Edwards, remember he was running for vice president, and when he was running for president, before he was running as Gore's running mate, he had an affair with a woman and got her pregnant and got his uh, melon, the uh, heiress, to the... Gillette Blade Fortune paid nearly a million dollars to cover her expenses and basically pay her off. So he was indicted and a, uh, you know, a re- pretty much a Republican jury, a Republican prosecution, uh, Republican prosecutor uh, couldn't convince a jury that this was a felony crime. They, the jury had uh, four, maybe five charges. The, the most serious charge that it was a hidden campaign contribution they didn't buy you know he edward said look my wife was dying of cancer and i just didn't want to let you know uh tell her that i'd done this uh, horrible thing and i had a child by this woman the jury didn't buy it as a, as a hidden campaign contribution the other charges they were hung on the minor charges, so a prosecutor just didn't bother to retry the, the, the uh, case on the hung charges. So the last time we had almost an identical case, it totally fizzled out. Now, But this, one's, say, got other,
1: this one's got other, other women as well making the same cases, silence being bought. You got the yeah, well, National Enquirer. This is a serial uh, activity, if you will, by Trump of a catch and kill stories. It's not, and I'm not, I'm not saying this is in the mm-hmm. this is the worst in the world. And we want to get to uh, the other investigations. Yeah, yeah I mean, I but, have to say, but there's something here.
0: Yes, well, it you know, uh, it's called the election crimes, Bulletin. That's why we're covering it. And yeah. there is a, yeah. an indictment for a felony crime, but it was quite quite limited. He didn't he didn't at least. He might use the National Enquirer, using the National Enquirer to cut out uh, the other things. But you have to understand other payments. But it was all just Stormy Daniels' case. That was the only thing that's in the indictment. He might use the others, Alvin Bragg, to create a circumstantial case to show Trump's intent. That's the hardest one. In the Edwards case, they just – they you know, the jury said, was he trying to fix the election or was he trying to – you know, save his marriage. Uh, and the jury said, we don't know because we can't get in the guy's head. Trump will not testify unless unless his lawyers dropped acid and, and uh, leave the room. Uh, they will not let him testify. So no one's going to know what's in his mind because no one's going to ask him. So he's going to have to rely on Michael Cohn, and Michael Cohn is a, is a convicted felon. He was a lawyer. You're convicted for the Lawson. same crime that Trump
1: won't be convicted of. Yes. Yeah. And let, let me just actually, jump in here yeah. and say, mm-hmm. yeah, go on. Yes. Go on, Greg. So i So I'm, I'm just,
0: you know, he's not the best witness because it looks like revenge. Here's a guy who made the payoff, who is willing to be a knuckle breaker, trying to be, um, you know, the new Roy Cohn. Michael Cohn was trying to be the new Roy Cohn for Donald Trump. And uh, he's not a great witness. Stormy Daniels took hush money. She's not a sweetheart either. Terrible witnesses to have. The only thing that, might, that the jury might find credible, if you listen to Michael Cohen, he's a kind of weirdly, despite being a felon and a knuckle breaker for Trump, he does really sound sincere and contrite. That he He's really wants to set the record straight.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bush's, <laughs> but Trump's bouncer is sympathetic, yeah. You're listening <laughs> yeah. to Flash I mean, you know, like on you Pacific Radio. This the is the Election changed. Crimes yeah. Bulletin. That's Greg Pallast over there. You can check him out at uh, gregpallast.com. Uh, yes. New marvelous documentary, uh, 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 Vigilantes About the real problems that we're facing. And let's talk about uh, some of the other prosecutions that have yes. everything to do with the battle for the vote. There are two things happening. Oh, We've been mm-hmm. talking about Fannie Willis, the district attorney mm-hmm. in Georgia, and then let's talk about Jack Smith. He's the uh, independent counsel.
0: Yes. Well, very important in both the Fannie Willis and the uh, the New York indictment, the New York trial now, is the, the simple question, does, if he's convicted, does this stop Trump from, From running or serving as president. In the case of the Manhattan indictments, uh, it's inconceivable that it would stop him, even if he's convicted of running or serving as president. It doesn't relate specifically to his duties of office. So it's pretty difficult to imagine anyone successfully raising an action against him to prevent him from running or serving again as president, even if he's convicted of a felony in new york then we get to the case of fanny willis that's more serious because that specifically relates to an election a federal crime relating to you'd have to make the case to stop him from taking the oath of office you know we are a democracy if you want to vote for a criminal okay you know his criminal record he's been indicted he's been convicted it's not clear that he could be stopped from being president even if willis indicts him and gets him convicted for Election crimes—that is deliberately trying to overturn the elections. You know, at this moment, I've—and you know—it's not just my speculation. I actually did a poll of some really knowledgeable lawyers, who are a bit reluctant to speak on record, but they're saying, you know, it's—it's it's not clear. My money would not be on him being indicted in Georgia, uh, because you'd have to have show his his intent. Did Donald Trump? We know that people committed crimes. The indictments, there's no indictments yet. There was a grand jury which recommended a second grand jury whose job would be to bring indictments. They said there will be indictments, but we know that people like, like Michael Cohn, his other Michael Cohn, that is Rudy Giuliani, is a lawyer, former prosecutor, who certainly knew, had to know he was breaking the law by submitting the names of electors who were never elected to vote for the presidency in the Electoral College. They never They never ran. These are people pulled uh, you know out of you know a right wing GOP rolodex because the actual electors most of them refused to put their names on on a phony document. So those electors are in trouble, Rudy Giuliani's in trouble, the, some party officials who were involved in creating the false election list to try to convince Mike Pence to accept these electors, they're in real trouble. I think it's going to be hard to bring an indictment against Trump because look, the guy believed that it was you know, Again, I'm not defending him. I'm just explaining the case. It's pretty hard to make a case that Trump himself did not believe the election was stolen. Trump clearly believes the election was stolen. He got a law professor from California, Pomona here, this guy Eastman, to say, you know, you were robbed and, and here's the 12th Amendment and you get these other electors and, and Eastman might be in trouble. And, but uh, it's hard to say that, that Trump's saying, well, I, I law, listen to this law professor. Yes, my own legal counsel said this law professor is, is you know, nut- nuttier than, <laughs> than an old fruitcake. But if Trump believed it, you have to have his intent and knowledge that he was committing this crime. That's going to be a hard one to, to convince a, a grand jury to even indict, let alone convict. So I wouldn't, you know, bet the uh, bet the home on a Trump indictment or certainly a Trump conviction in Georgia. That goes to as you brought up number 3. Now Trump should be if he has any uh, uh, any brain at all, he should be biting his nails. Jack Smith is looking at two things he's the special prosecutor out of Washington look at two things. One, Trump running off with confidential records, which weren't his, and now they've disappeared. But no one has any idea what's happened to them. At least we don't know if they have that. That's what he's investigating. It's hard, again, to imagine an indictment or or a uh, criminal charge or necessarily even that that would, if, you know, he gets convicted of that, that he would be barred from office. But then the final one that he ought to be a nail-biter on did he fail to act in his job as a federal official in failing to protect the Capitol from the attack of January 6th? In other words, they don't even have to prove that he fomented the riot. They don't have to prove that he planned to attack the Capitol. They don't have to prove that he, had, that he knew that cops were going to get killed, you know, other people and protesters were going to get killed, and you're going to end up with homicides. They don't have to show that. They, all they have to show is that he was basically criminally and deliberately refused to carry out his duties of office as a federal official and as president. That's, that is a crime. Which, if he gets in, if he gets convicted, I think most um, attorneys that I've spoke to agree. Then he's barred from office. So it's the last of of this whole. Everything else is is kind of. Dangerous for him, you know. No one wants to be convicted of a crime or a felony, or they shouldn't want to. In his case, it's hard to say. He's kind of like one of those weird uh, Marvel comics, you know, evil guys that that everything you throw against him just empowers him more. We saw that the indictment uh, led to his Republican primary polling numbers zooming through the ceiling. He's basically now crushed DeSantis. We'll see if that remains. But at the moment, it's hard to see how he's affected by anything but the last charge. The last charge is real serious business, and it ought to be, you know, standing, sitting on your hands, you know, chomping popcorn, watching the Capitol burn or being attacked while you are president. And you have your, remember his special advisor, Jared Kushner, maybe it's not just his son-in-law, but the guy has an official position at the White House. And Mike Pence, and uh, Mark Meadows, apparently, and others are saying, my God, you've got to stop this. It wasn't just a good idea to stop it. He's the president. It is his job to stop it. And it, it's just like a cop who's literally sitting there watching a bank robbery and, and uh, you know, playing Candy Crush on his cell phone, letting it happen. Uh-uh. You know, the cop would be in trouble. The president could go to jail and certainly be barred from running or holding office.
1: Listening to the Election Crimes Bulletin on Flashpoints with Greg Palace. I'm Dennis Bernstein. You can check him out at gregpallast.com. Check out the documentary Vigilantes and keep an eye on your vote because it could easily disappear. Greg, we have uh, only seen the beginning of voter That's suppression right. in this country. People, everybody's talking about Trump everybody's talking about the arrest everybody's watching Trump coming and going and up and down and all over but the vote is disappearing and it's happening state by state and it's very
0: methodical wouldn't you say Greg big big trouble coming. yes and the problem is is that the media and I will call it the liberal media not the progressive media but it's liberal media which was having uh, just having a rain dance you're listening to national Petroleum radio. You've got to call it that. That was just kind of just enjoying seeing Trump indicted. This is a historic moment. I think in the future, as I've written in in the future, historians will look back on this day and call it a Tuesday. I don't think it will have much significance uh, and be much remembered. This indictment or this case—it's more of a curiosity, like the arrest of Ulysses Grant. How about when a he was door opener? It. it
1: can't be a door opener, Greg, for the other cases. It can't—you know—sort of. Well, uh, like police, anything else, uh, he, yeah.
0: you're going to have people under oath, and but it depends. I think that the that the judge is not going to be um, allowing them to go too sideways to get more information. The other thing that's kind of interesting, a little kind of side note, is that uh, the, the judge, because he's been personally attacked by Trump, not something your lawyers would normally recommend, uh, he might issue a gag order on Trump. Can you imagine a gag order on Trump? Let's play this out, and if, you know, it's going to be hard to control the, that man, and if he violates a gag order, you could also see him you know, cooling his heels for contempt. It's hard to say how the electorate. You know, look, the electorate is not shocked about Stormy Daniels. This came out before the last election in in uh, Trump versus Clinton, and it didn't affect, as far as I know, it didn't affect anything whatsoever uh, with the electorate. You know, the the Democrats. Preacher in America
1: voted for him after that, Greg. Every preacher in America
0: supported him. Yeah, so you know, they said they they used the term on the on the far right. People do wonder how could you be a born again Christian or a unborn Christian or any type of Christian and say, this man is a good Christian. And they use the, the, they compare him to Josephus, what they call the uh, imperfect vessel. In other words, he's carrying out God's will, but he's just not, he himself is a sinner. Same with Josephus. So they use that religious concept. So, you know, you do have to understand that this will all be just like it was before. He's the imperfect vessel. It will be talked away with the religious right. They're not going to change there's stripes on this so don't count on we're at a even time a conviction Greg but who's going
1: to be his who's going to be his vice presidential candidate
0: <laughs> well
1: uh, <laughs> the, quick, the way quick. you see like you got big, three seconds. I would
0: say, go uh, satan it will empower him i think the christian right would love it
1: all right, we're going to leave it right there. That's uh, a joke. Thank you, Greg Palace. Gregpalace.com. <laughs> Check him out. It's the Election Crimes Bulletin with Greg every week on Flashpoints. You are listening to Flashpoints on Pacifica Radio. Stay tuned.